Welcome to Embolden, Living a Bold Christian Life. I'm Chris Shetter, a self-professed ordinary Christian, living out life with and learning about an extraordinary God. Hello, friends. Welcome to the next lesson in our Tiny Yet Mighty series, Life Lesson Number 6, Truth and Love Must Go Hand in Hand in Our Lives. And it comes from 2 John 10 through 11. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not take them into your house or welcome them. Anyone who welcomes them shares in their wicked work. Throughout the texts in these five smallest books in the Bible, I keep hearing the lessons about facing sin and specifically facing false teachers. It's a topic that makes many of us uncomfortable. We've come to be a Christian world that has accepted the idea of get-along-ism. If we hear a fellow Christian professing wrong doctrine or openly sinning, we feel so uncomfortable questioning them. Unless, of course, we take to social media and all kid gloves fall off. Our inner Pharisee then rears its ugly turban, sheltered behind an anonymous computer screen. So what's the solution when a false teacher comes knocking or a Christian friend encourages us to sin alongside them? John tells the lady of the house to not take them into our homes because doing so spreads their words and ways. That seems a bit unkind, doesn't it? I mean, Jesus sat with sinners, didn't he? Ah, if only we were as strong as Jesus to withstand the wily ways of the devil. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Bad company corrupts good character. Notice the use of the word welcome in our verse in 2 John today. That implies a joyful and eager acceptance of somebody. If I invited a person whom I knew to be a false teacher into my Bible study, my group would surely think I'd endorse what they were teaching. However, if I approached that same person separately with God's urging, and spoke the truth to them, that's a different story. Ephesians 4.15 says, Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. Truth and love, love with truth. They're like conjoined twins at all major organs. One without the other fails. There's a great song by uh, For King and Country that uses the teachings from 1 Corinthians 13. It says, one of the lines says, If I give to a needy soul but don't have love, then who is poor? It seems all poverty is found in me. In other words, if I expose a sin in a friend, a fellow Christian, a pastor, etc., but do it without Jesus-type love, then I am no better than the Bible's Pharisees. And if there was one group of people that Jesus admonished the most, it was the Pharisees. When I think of a group of self-professed, non-loving Christians who fall into this category, I picture the faces of the Westboro Baptist Church. For those unfamiliar with this group, their targets are primarily homosexuals. On the face of their mission, They want to tell people the dangers of this sin. But they have been known to attend and protest at the funerals of gay young men who have been brutally murdered. 
They harass their families and friends. I would hope that we could all agree this method of, quote, preaching will not convert one single soul to Jesus. While there may be some biblical truth in their message, their hate-filled voices are completely void of love. These are the folks we should not welcome into our homes, and rather meet them outside the gates and share the message of truth surrounded with love. They are the almost rights, which are therefore always wrong. And what of love without truth? A quote by Vance Havner says, Ships are safer in harbors, but ships are made for stormy seas. Meaning when we Christians fall into the false teaching of, quote, Jesus wants us to just love everyone no matter what, or we slap the coexist sticker on our car, we water down our God-ordained separateness from the world. We become just another person on the street trying not to upset anyone. We join the club of I'm okay, you're okay, and the sword of the spirit becomes as dull as a plastic knife. We allow, even welcome, the darkness to enter our homes because we are afraid to be seen as judgmental, rude, or just weird. Matt Brown from the book Truth Plus Love, The Jesus Way to Influence says, when we seek only to love but never proclaim a better way, we short-circuit God's plan. As believers in Christ, we need to be known for both truth and love. We are warned throughout the New Testament of prophets and false teachers using all manners of evil to lead the faithful astray. 2 Peter 1-3 through says, but there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who brought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. When we fear rocking the boat and don't rely on the Lord to help us speak truth, these situations will separate those conjoined twins, truth and love. Charles Spurgeon says, To pursue union at the expense of truth is treason to the Lord Jesus. There are a few lessons I have taken as much to heart as this concept of conjoined truth and love. It guides my fervor to be tempered with compassion. It helps me to stand up for God when I fear recrimination. It has also led me to draw Jesus-centered lines in the sand and has released me from guilt for positions I take because I know I have done so in love. This lesson has brought me to a good place in my relationship with my parents something I have failed to do on my own. Our faith is not intended to be a private matter. Yes, we work at our sanctification one-on-one -on -one with God, but our obedience in faith is what sets us apart from this world. And when we step out our doors, we need to be armed with truth plus love and love plus truth. Have a great day.